0: Louder Than Silence, Audio Newsletter, January 2024, I need what I need. A few months ago, someone gave me a large houseplant that they were struggling to keep alive. Since I enjoy plants of all kinds, I decided to adopt it and see what happened. As it turns out, I too am struggling to keep it alive. I found a website the other day that has some tips for this particular type of plant. Apparently, what it needs is bright but indirect sunlight. It needs to be thoroughly watered, but not so much that the water pools at the bottom of the tray. And then the soil needs to dry out completely in between waterings. And on top of that, the leaves need to be misted with water daily. When I read all of this, I was fairly annoyed. I mean, who needs another daily task on their list? And on the other hand, I can't very well just let the plant die either. So it looks like I'm going to be spraying it down every day for the foreseeable future. And I was thinking about this as I was looking at the plants near my desk. Why can't all the plants? be like the ones near my desk. There's one I water every week or two and basically ignore it otherwise, and it's thriving. Or there's a succulent on the same shelf. That one gets about two ounces of water once or twice a month. then, of course, the metaphor hit me. I expect myself to be like the plants in my office to barely need anything, and to grow in sparse conditions. It's something that I've even prided myself in at different times in my life. My goal was to feel like I never needed anyone. My hope was that if I didn't need anyone, I would feel safe and secure. If I only had to rely on myself, no one could hurt me or let me down. Then you can imagine how that worked out. Part of healing is coming to terms with what I need to thrive. Maybe just like the adopted plant, I need a very specific care to live a full, vibrant life. And if it's possible, maybe this isn't even a bad thing. As it turns out, we all have specific care instructions, every single one of us. So many factors, influence these instructions, our age and stage of life, our experiences, our gifts and our limitations, our dreams, and our fears. No one can claim that they are the template for how all people should be treated. And on top of all that, survivors of sexual violence have additional care needs. Living through significant trauma simply means that there are wounds that need a higher level of conscientiousness as a person heals those needs change it's a dynamic process the part of the journey that i'm currently in means that i can generally understand what it is that i need which is a tremendous amount of progress as many survivors know but where the growth lies in me having the confidence to hold on to this knowing and not excuse it away. It's learning to trust myself when I say, I need what I need. And my needs aren't good or bad, just like no one else's can be labeled that way either. Your set of care instructions and mine look different, but that doesn't mean that one is better than the other. You aren't being high maintenance or difficult. You don't need to explain away your needs or make excuses for why they exist. You aren't being needy. You are simply being. The healing work that we are doing is to know ourselves well enough to understand our care instructions and then take action on them. We get to make decisions we need to thrive, which means setting up an environment that promotes growth giving ourselves the things that are nourishing, and building a community that provides real support. All of it is guided by being able to trust ourselves in the process, and take the time to figure out our care instructions, and hold on to the confidence to say, I need what I need, and then take steps from there.